Let's open the Word of God this morning to Galatians chapter 1. Galatians chapter 1. The Apostle Paul is pressed in several places in the New Testament to defend himself against the accusations and the demeaning efforts of Jewish legalists against him. And the churches of Galatia, being churches that he and fellow servants had started in Galatia, were a set of churches that were under the influence of those Jewish legalists. And so much of Galatians, almost the entirety of the epistle, is spent defending the truth of the gospel against adding anything from Moses' law to it. But in the first chapter of Galatians, the apostle gives a short summary of his conversion, and he continues that on into chapter 2, where he mentions that he had even corrected the apostle Peter in a matter of hypocrisy before Gentiles. But I just want the last few verses of Galatians chapter 1 to show the difference that God makes in lives. And we want to be thankful today for the difference He's made in our life and our lives individually considered in our life as a church. Verse 20, Galatians chapter 1. Now the things which I write unto you, behold, before God I lie not. Afterwards I came into the regions of Syria and Cilicia, and was unknown by face unto the churches of Judea, which were in Christ. But they had heard only that he which persecuted us in times past now preacheth the faith which once he destroyed, and they glorified God in me. Amen Amen and amen. What a privilege to glorify God by a changed life. They had heard only, because they hadn't seen him, he hadn't been at their church giving testimonies, because he hadn't visited the churches of Judea, but they had heard only that he which persecuted us in times past now preacheth the faith which he once destroyed. And that is what God did to Saul of Tarsus, and he has done something similar to all of us, or we wouldn't be here this morning. And we want to give him the glory for it, and even more than that, We want others to glorify God because of our lives. We want to have such changed lives for those that know us best and for those that knew us worst that they will glorify God because of the change in us by His grace and Spirit. Saul of Tarsus was one of those. He is set forth as an example of those that would believe on the Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. What a privilege. And I trust that it will be true of us. Every one of us is in the house of the Lord today to learn of Him, be reminded of Him. We're asking the Holy Spirit to teach us internally what we cannot learn externally, to bless any external instruction that others might see our changed lives and glorify God in us. You will hear some words come from my mouth that I've been convicted that we ought to pray for as a church and that God would glorify Himself to us Moses begged for it. And that God would glorify Himself through us. What I'm giving to you right now from this verse. That 24th verse is precious. And they glorified God in me. The change in Saul of Tarsus 
and what a change it was, and what a change in our lives if we'd be honest before the Lord and one another. Let's glorify God by those changed lives where we can follow Him more closely, love Him more dearly, hate this world more passionately. Let's do so for His glory and honor. Let us pray. Almighty God, our Father in heaven, Thou art the true and living God. Beside Thee there is no other. We thank Thee, Lord of heaven and earth, that Thou hast created all things for Thyself. And for Thy pleasure, they are and were created. From Pharaoh on the throne of Egypt to the firstborn of the maid behind the grinding wheels. Heavenly Father, we humble ourselves before Thy holy, majestic, glorious, sovereign power and authority in the universe. All we have to do is look around and see the differences that You make. From the desert sands of the Sudan and Ethiopia to the privileged children of America. And your sovereign power is as evident today as it was in the days of Moses. We bless and we praise thee. We freely confess that we are not worthy of the least of all thy mercies and of all the truth that you have shown us. We thank thee, Lord of heaven and earth, that in your eternal counsels, you purposed to display your grace in us through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Savior. We bless and we praise thee. We ask, O Lord, this day that thy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, will get all the honor and all the glory out of these assemblies. We worship no man but him. He is the head of this church, and he is the cornerstone of it. He is the true bishop and pastor and shepherd of this church. And Heavenly Father, He is the means of all grace to us by Thy Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, do bless us today. Show us the glory of Your sovereign majesty in choosing us before the foundation of the world to be in Your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, that we would be holy and without blame before Thee in love. But we pray, Heavenly Father, today for that needed blessing of Your Holy Spirit of enlightenment in wisdom and our salvation, that You might show to us those things that You have done for us more clearly, that they would be impressed upon our hearts and our minds, that we would remember them, that they would convict us and change us, that others might glorify Thee because of our changed lives. Heavenly Father, reveal to us those things that we need to know better, that we need to embrace practically, that will change us. We thank Thee for Thy exceeding great power that was exercised on our behalf in the resurrection of Jesus Christ and was exercised on our behalf in regenerating each of us that are born again children of Thine. Heavenly Father, this day that we pray that the gospel will go forth and have free course and be glorified,
among your people. Not only here, but we pray for your blessing upon all those congregations scattered across the earth that worship in sincerity and in truth to the best of the light that thou hast given them, where they in sincerity call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray, bless them. And our Father, we pray for those that are scattered abroad that are single sheep or a husband and a wife scattered here and there that need your blessing by your spirit and your word that they might be fed, comforted, and grow in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Father in heaven, we pray for our nation. We thank thee for it. We are privileged above all others in the history of the world. And though there be many things upside down in our nation, we are thankful for the liberty that we yet have in our families, in our employment, and most of all in our worship right here to follow thee according to thy word without fear of imprisonment, loss of assets, or the threat of death. We are blessed abundantly, and we thank Thee. We pray that You would so guide our leaders that they would continue to legislate protection for us and enforce it, that we and our children and our children's children after them might have this same liberty. Lord, let not the luxury and prosperity, the peace and protection of this nation cause us to kick in rebellion, to cause us to be foolish and to go after carnal us. Heavenly Father, convict us to be spiritually minded. O Lord, be with those who cannot be with us this morning. We pray for our brother Scott in faraway New Zealand and many more like him, that you would bless them by your Spirit this day, that you would tie us together through the Lord Jesus Christ, that they would realize and we with them that we have come unto Mount Zion and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, where Jesus reigns at thy right hand. We thank thee for the ascension of our Lord Jesus Christ, and it's in his ascension that we trust for your mercies toward us because of his shed blood and perfect righteousness applied to us. Heavenly Father, enlighten us this day. Open the word of God to us that the things we see there would be clear and plain and made manifest and that we would be convicted by them and that we would purpose in our hearts to live according to them. Be with us, Heavenly Father. We ask these things for Thy honor and glory and the profit of our souls that we might be delightful children in Thy sight and be a light set in this world that others can look to that would encourage them in the faith and hope of the gospel. For it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen.